You're listening to the Mountainside Kairos Podcast. Happy Friday, everybody. You know, in preparation for this podcast, I typically write out my thoughts a day or two before, and I had done all that, but for some reason today, the notes just disappeared. I don't know what that means, but I think it worked out for the better, because however I was going to word it, I have somebody here, not really here, I have his words, that is going to explain it a lot better than I could. Several years ago, I was out for a walk with one of my best friends, Dan Wilkie, and he shared his thoughts on Genesis 2, and I have always loved the way that he worded it, so I have gotten him to write out his thoughts, and I'm just going to share you what he has said. And he has an English degree, so he has done a lot more research than I was about to. And uh, I think he paints a way better picture than I was about to. So without further ado, here's Dan Wilkie's thoughts and research. Genesis 1, 27-28 establishes God's original divine purpose for creating humanity. God ordains that both the masculine and feminine identities were created in the image Deo, the likeness of God and that both were meant to co-equally enjoy dominion over creation. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. However, in a world where God made everything good, God himself was the first to identify a feature that was not good, Adam's isolation. The Hebrew translation of Genesis 2.18 is that God creates for Adam Ezer Konegdo, which has enjoyed the colloquial translation of helper in its English form. Here, context is critical. Of the 21 times the Hebrew phrase Ezer Konegdo is used in the Old Testament, Two uses are reserved for describing male and female relationships, while the other 19 uses describe the darkest chapters in Israel's history in which the nation required critical, militaristic, divine intervention from God. What these Bible verses have in common is that Ezer Konegdo is consistently used in the context of divine grace and aid. The phrase Ezer Konegdo is broken into two parts in Hebrew. The first part, Ezer has two primary meanings, to rescue slash help, and to be strong. The second word, konegdo, translates as in front of, in sight of, and alongside. Directly translated, Ezer konegdo means one capable of rescue and strength alongside you. In this light, we now begin to understand God's gift to Adam is so much more than a mere helper. He intended that Eve help Adam in the same way that God helped Israel, a true partner cast in the divine image of God's partnership with humanity. So what's the difference between rescuing someone and helping them? A rescuer is someone who intervenes when you are helpless. A helper is one who intervenes to make your life easier. The word rescue means the act of saving and being saved from a dangerous and distressing situation. The word help means to make it easier for someone to do something by offering services and resources. While they do not mean precisely the same thing, they can be somewhat interchanged with each other. For instance, 
The act of rescuing an individual may also be described as an act that helped the individual. As is often the case throughout history when God intervened on Israel's behalf. This does not imply that God is subordinate or servient to Israel, but that at all times and in all situations, he is capable and willing to provide help to his people. It is only after the direct consequences of sin that we see the first fracturing of this partnership. Eve submits to temptation and feeds the fruit to Adam. Adam blames God for creating Eve. Not all is well in paradise. As part of the broken reality of creation, there would be conflict and unequal striving between men and women. When God states that man will rule over you, it is more descriptive than punitive. As a result of natural brokenness, even your relationships between each other will be broken. Back to my less eloquent words and writing. <laughs> I am just a musician and not an English major. But thank you, Dan, for letting me share that. I love that at the start of that, there's a very clear parallel to when God comes and saves us, written right into scripture before it even happens. He's already willing to send rescue and to send aid. So how much more will he send rescue and aid when you desperately need it? And it's not like he's sending you a little juice box and a few granola bars so that you can keep going. He, he sends you the full deal so that you can accomplish his will and thrive in the kingdom of God, not just survive. So may you go this weekend knowing that that is the God who goes before you and goes with you. Have a good weekend.